0: Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go! Hey everybody, welcome to this short series, The Specifics of Sonship. Listen carefully so that you can begin to discern that which is a total gift from God to you, and then what your participation uh, is required for you to go into the actual living out of all of the purposes of that gift of his life. You see, you can't remain in a herd mentality. There comes that moment of deep maturing when you realize he has put something very specific uh, within me for he and I to live out together and it's not gonna look like anybody else. You need to know the specifics of Sonship that you might have the opportunity to truly make your best decisions. Therefore, you can go on with Him into the depths of life. So, I pray that you're going to let the Father have His way in you so that then you can be His way in the earth and He can live through you in full agreement, full participation. And there can be the true the true sons of this hour of history coming forth in great dependency and great humility. So, take a listen. I hope you enjoy it. Talk to you soon. All right, great to be back together again. Let's continue in this chapter of Deverne Frommke's The Ultimate Intention, Chapter 9 The Father's Plan Unfolds. So, we spoke of the original plan of God. Then we looked at sonship. Now let's look at heirship. In Romans 8:17, Paul writes of our joint heirship with Christ. Go to Romans 8:17 and be sure that you read it. It goes on to say birth relationship gives one the right to heirship, but participation in all that heirship means comes only to those who live unto the Father's intention. We as sons of God, by birth, must choose whether we will allow our Heavenly Father to impart to us His mind, purpose, vision, and ultimate intention. There is much that He longs to share with those who, by growth and development of character, are able to receive this diet of meat. He is ever waiting till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This was a quote from Ephesians four thirteen. You see, this diet of meat, my friends, is pretty intense. And where do you eat this meat? At the Father's table. Now remember, the Father's table is a mobile table, if you will. It's spirit to spirit right inside of you. Though you may have a place in your home where you sit with him, a table where you converse with him. But my friends, it represents that I have a seat at my Father's table and I'm going to take it and I'm going to stay there. And I'm going to let him speak to me. I'm going to let him challenge me. I'm going to let him talk to me the way a father speaks to a son. And I can I can um, tell you for certain, this meat will forever transform you within. Because it is meat that has within it the ability to provoke uh, us, to mature us. And I I oftentimes say to people, if you're drinking the real milk of the Word, which is necessary in the beginning days of our life with Him, it's going to create a hunger inside of you for the meat of God. Um, The milk of God is not going to make you want to stay there. The milk of God will begin to Create in you a hunger, almost a dissatisfaction, as you as the milk nurtures you. You start to, um, you know, um, long for more. So you stay with him, so that he begins to transition you from milk to meat in your dependency upon him at his table, in conversations with him. Oh, that he longs to have with his sons! But will we remain when he begins to speak to us in ways? that only a maturing son would want to hear. So it goes on to say, even though we may forget God's intention for each son, he never does. (laughs) I laugh because this makes me think of how many times I've forgotten things that I told God I wanted. And then he would remind me, Nancy, do you remember when you said this? And I'm like, oh yes, Father, I do. But I had forgotten how easily I had forgotten, Father. I had forgotten what you had said to me, and I forgot what I said to you. But you see, the Father does not forget our true cries to him. He does not forget our true responses to him. Though we may get caught up in the day and in the fickleness of flesh, the Father continues to stay straight on with what he's doing in the specifics of your life. So even though we may forget God's intention for us, He never does. And He leads us through a thousand experiences, incomprehensible when not viewed in the light of His purpose. Each crucible experience is designed to bring forth in us a fuller participation in heirship. You see, where we truly begin to live as joint heirs, with Christ. Oh, my friends, God will bring you through, but you must remain and abide and stay. If you take temporary relief, if you take an easier way out, if you cry uncle rather than father, you're like, uncle, that's it. I'm done. I can't take anymore. I don't think God really means for me to live through this. My friends, you're going to live through it, but other things are going to die on the way. You're going to live Oh, trust me. He knows how to bring his sons through. So it continues on and says, so let us keep this distinction in mind and not deceive ourselves by thinking because we have had certain genuine experiences, such as salvation, separation, consecration, filling of the spirit, or healing, that any one or all of these experiences can in themselves mean we have attained growth in stature or character. These are like a series of crises through which the Holy Spirit leads the hungry heart in its quest for truth. Experiences are like open doors through which we pass. No experience is finality. As we pass through the doors, ever mindful of His ultimate intention, we must surrender to the purpose of each crisis. Thus, while we are potential heirs by birth, there is much the Father cannot share until we are mature enough to appropriate. He waits to share the fuller measure of His light and love, but first our small capacity must be enlarged. He longs to share His peace and joy, but certain lessons must first be learned in His schoolroom. He waits to impart his wisdom, and knowledge, but only experience can make us partakers of this. Oh, my friends, there is so much there. And it is not so much for another person to teach you everything as it is maybe for one son to provoke another to say, go with the Father, listen to him, lean into him, stay with him. Do not venture out in your independence again don't go out in a faux freedom and create a life of your own. Stay with him as he brings you through as only he can. It's called the narrow way for a reason, my friends. And you might want to look at it—Matthew Matthew 7, 13 and 14, I believe in the message Bible that says, don't take these shortcuts. Don't do it. My friend, shortcuts don't bring development to the life of the son within you, that you might live and function as a son yourself. You see, there are very specific things that God knows he must walk you through for your very specific life with him. He's bringing development to you, to you, his son, be you male or female. You are his son in spirit. You share in the life of the son, and he's bringing development to that life to that nature, to that character, to that integrity. And my friends, we won't make it. Now, you might make it to heaven, but are we only still about ourselves? I'm headed for the Father. Jesus didn't come to bring me to heaven. He said, I've come to get you to the Father. And my friends, I would submit to you, heaven is the Father's presence, wherever that may be. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus knows exactly who he came to bring you to. That the Father might have many sons of glory in this hour of history who will truly walk this this way with him. And as Matthew 7 says, this narrow way, you can't get there by shortcuts, by easy surefire formulas that are on the market today. I love the way the message reads. It says it's going to require your vigorous and full attention. Hmm? So this is what I encourage you to give it. Until next time, love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymcready.com or follow her on social media at nbmcready.